much more about. Now, if growth is your goal, by proxy, if you create content that is highly engaging, you will likely see growth. So this episode is going to be for you, whether you just feel like you're talking to crickets on the internet, whether you feel like your content is falling short. Without further ado, let's dive in. Pro Podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller, certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs, aka not your average fitspo. And my aim is to help you grow your mind, body, and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a FitzPro. Before we get into today's episode, I want to encourage you to check out my free business workshop if you have never taken it. It is the best way to join FitzPro Foundations. It's the best bonuses. It is a no BS workshop. And I will keep it real with you. If you want to build an online business in the health and fitness space, it's going to take you being on social media and it is going to likely take you two years of consistency to build an engaged audience to the size that allows you to say, fill a one-on-one roster. These are just trends that I have seen. They're not guaranteed. You can do it faster. It might take you longer. Everybody has different time to put into their business, but if you would like a no bullshit approach, check out my free workshop. The link is always in the show notes. So if you want growth on Instagram, who doesn't, you need to focus on engagement, shareability, and engagement. Those are the two words that really go hand in hand here. Today's two tips are how to make all content from stories to reels to static posts more engaging for your audience and anyone coming in who is new seeing the content. These are simple. They are going to require consistency and time in order for them to work, but you will be able to implement them immediately. That is my goal for you. There's action that you can take even while you are listening to this episode, which is how you are going to get more engagement. Before we get into the first tip, I just have to say I received anytime in my question box on Instagram when somebody says like, I've been trying something for two months and this is happening. I'm like, two months is nothing. It's not nothing. Every post is a rep, right? But I really need you to grasp how long this is going to take. And I would rather lead you to think it's going to take longer and have it happen sooner than lead you to think that it's going to happen sooner and have it not happen at all, if that makes sense. So keep that in mind as we're going through these. Apply everything, but be okay with just pumping out reps. The people who you look up to have just kept doing the thing over and over and over and over again and refining it as they go. So if you tried something for two months, did it actually fail or do you have some data to pull from that you can now 
maybe one post, right? If you posted whatever consistently for two months, you have a decent amount of data. What posts performed well? Can you have you started replicating those posts? Have you talked about that topic again? Have you used that same style of content, whatever it was? So, anywho, I digress. I just want to give you a realistic timeline. So tip number one for more engaging content, whether it is your stories, whether it is a a real, a static post, whatever on Instagram, is to make it easy. Make it easy. In short, put the call to action in the piece of content if you can. I've said this before. Give people options to choose from. Ask a related question. Make it easy for people to engage. Do not just put up a piece of content because it has trending audio and expect people to fucking engage with you. What are you doing? Stop that. You are the leader of your audience and I need you to view yourself as such. Recently, I posted a question box that got no engagement and I I made a post afterwards from this happening, from this event taking place. I got one question from someone out of thousands of people viewing my stories And they asked me where I buy my jewelry. Now, there's nothing wrong with that question. That's a fine question. If it's amongst other value-packed questions in relation to why the fuck I'm on the internet, which is fitness, business, and education, that can be a rather discouraging or annoying experience when it's the only question, when it's like an influencer-y type question that you get and you're offering your time for free in order to help people online. Hopefully you can understand that. And I did answer the question. I would say that's probably one of the top frustrations that I hear from people trying to build a personal brand on Instagram, that question boxes can make your life so easy because content begets content. People are literally providing pieces of content for you to create when they ask questions. And it feels good when your audience responds and interacts with you. That's the connective piece. That's the connective magic of social media. So instead of moping around about the fact that I got no engagement after thousands of people literally saw my question box, I just got in front of the issue. I got in my stories. Maybe you saw this. Maybe you saw the post afterwards that I made about this and called out my audience. I said something along the lines of, You guys really have no questions this Sunday morning. None of you, not a single one of you has a question. I will gladly get in my fourth lift of the week and stay off this app. But I really do enjoy answering your questions if you have them. So if you have any, go back, put them in the box. I basically made fun. I brought light to the situation. And within five minutes, I kid you not, I had like at least 15 to 20 questions. So I will say it again. You are the leader of your audience. That doesn't mean you are a dictator or authoritarian. It means that people have chosen to follow you and you have leverage in helping them help you that you likely aren't capitalizing on. So first things first, you need to view yourself or I encourage you to view yourself as the leader and take on the role of being the leader within your audience. There is agency in that, and there is truth in that. 
then you are going to make it easy for them. Always, always, always filter everything through how easy is it for your audience? How low is the barrier for your audience to engage with you? It's not putting up a question box in your stories or simply having a call to action in your caption. Can you put the call to action in the actual reel or piece of content? Can it be the first thing that you say in the caption? Can you give them options to choose from? Can you have them vote? If you did a number post, so like 10 things you've learned from 10 years of fitness or whatever, if you've given them numbers, your swipe posts, or you've put up numbers within a reel that pop up with options, can you ask what number resonates with them the most? I don't want you to be a robot. These are just examples to help you think about how can you make it easier for your audience to engage with you. From your stories, you can have them DM you a word if they want more information on something, on a paid product, on something free, on just a coaching topic that you're talking about, put up a poll with only two options and have people vote on that. You get the idea. These are just examples. Again, how can you make engaging with your content easier for people who already follow you? Whether you batch your content or you create your content on the fly, Think about that heading into this week or this month with your content. Make it easy. How can I make this easy? Hopefully that does not create another roadblock for you. Hopefully that makes it easier for you. With that, something that makes content very easy to engage with naturally is tip number two, which is make it human. Make it human. Insert yourself. Storytell. People love responding to people and experiences that people have had because they are naturally connective. People want to respond to those things. And I will say one of the weakest points I see in people trying to build personal brands in the health and fitness industry online, which is who I tend to work with, is that they minimize the personal piece rather than maximizing it. They don't embrace storytelling or even identifying with their stories or even identifying what their stories are, their brand story. What is your brand story? What does your day-to-day life look like? I encourage you to embrace that piece of content creation if you feel that this might be somewhere that you are lacking because I almost, I can't really say almost guarantee because that doesn't really make sense, but I would hypothesize that most of the personal brands that you love following, that you feel the most connected to, are people who feel very human to you. Do you feel connected to Beyonce? No, you don't. You feel connected to the mom, who is also a coach, who chats with you in her stories while she's in the freaking school drop-off line. That's who you feel connected to. You feel connected to the person who spilled their coffee all over the floor in the morning. That's who you feel connected to. So insert humanity, insert the imperfection the experiences of humanity into especially your Instagram stories. Absolutely put it into and insert it into your posts, whether they're more educational or whatnot. Maybe they're more entertaining, that's fine. But think about, in addition to making it easy, making it human. Tell at least one story per week. In your stories or in a post, practice. It doesn't need to be serious or it can be. It can be funny. It can be connective. Like I said, the kid drop-off line chronicle, what you're shopping for, any experience you've had, just let people in a bit more and people will engage with you. And then on a more serious business note, 
identify your brand story if you have not. You normally have two to three. These are the the stories and the experiences that have led you to be the professional that you are. Why you have the coaching philosophy that you have, why you show up the way that you do, why you have the area of focus that you do, what are your brand stories. Another way that you can insert humanity into your content is viewing and sharing your client case studies from the human piece. So people who are viewing your story who are potential clients, or maybe they're a client of somebody else, but they're viewing your story can likely connect to the experiences that your clients are having. So sharing those in whatever capacity is, you know, legal, for you and your business is something that I would look at doing as well if that makes sense for you. How can you bring to light the more human portion of your brand? Think about that in addition to making your content easy to consume and I would be very surprised if you do not see an increase in engagement with your current audience at least, if not with people who are also coming into your audience who are new from seeing this content. That is all I have for today's episode. If you want to get more business or entrepreneurial type information from me, make sure to go to anniemiller.co backslash news. And that is where you can see different email segments that you can sign up for and subscribe to with my brand. Until next time, I am Annie Miller and thank you so much for tuning into the Fitzpro podcast.